Welcome to the Propulsion Swimming Podcast, where we aim to give swimming the coverage and publicity it deserves. Every week, we celebrate the sport we love with amazing special guests and topics from around the swimming pool. And now, here are your hosts, Scott and Dan. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Propulsion Swimming Podcast. I'm your host Scott and back with me yet again is my good friend Dan. And we're coming to you a little bit earlier this week because on Friday this week the ISL final is coming clearly into view. It's finally here Dan. Yeah, it's been a relatively long season I suppose but actually the playoffs were super exciting. I don't know about you but I was really I'm going to say edge of my seat. I wasn't let. I wasn't on the edge of my seat. I was actually led back quite comfortably. But <laughs> um, but the um, the British person in me or the British mentality, I was supporting all the underdogs. And actually, mm. the underdogs, not from last year because they were really like bottom four, but this time they actually gave a good showing. All of them. Yeah, there was a lot more fight for me and a lot yeah. more interest in the playoffs than almost I've ever had in ISL. I'll say yeah, that quietly. Yeah. Um, I think I agree with you. The playoffs this year were more exciting than I think I've ever seen, to be honest. Yeah. Now, for me, actually, the big success of these playoffs away from the pool was the fact that ISL went back on their payball and put it on BBC. And actually, yeah. that that's what helped me out. That's what got me into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I actually think that ISL are quite good at adapting from their mistakes. Because mm. I think it was a mistake to put a paywall there, since well, they don't have the audience. Yeah, um, on the quiet, we've heard a few rumours of the subscription numbers. and Yeah, not great. No, and I think they needed a little bit of help from BBC or another out- outlets. Because you see on BBC Sports, you always see ISL every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> and it was very weird. Yeah, very weird. Uh, good to see, though. I think it I definitely it. needs it. Yeah, especially it's, since we did so well at Tokyo. It's the top mm. sports in the in the country. It needs it needs to be on there more. It's going to sound weird because this is the whole point of ISL. But for me, it actually finally looked like swimming was a professional sport, like respected. Does that yeah. make sense? Because yeah, you saw these strange. official BBC Sport posts about the actual swimming. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're getting taken seriously here. Yeah. No, I agree with you. It is weird, isn't it? But it needs to happen more. This is the reason why we started this podcast and this channel mm. to to get swimming out there for the masses, I suppose. So it's good to see. Hopefully it, yes. it continues. The, the the best thing about ISL, for all their faults, and they've had, had a few bad ones oh, over yeah. the course of what has now been three seasons, you would have thought the teeth in faults are gone, but yeah. they are very adaptable and they do... They don't admit when they make errors, but they do change their ways fairly pronto. It is, yeah. And especially it was last year, wasn't it, when uh, there was a lot of complaints about people being jackpotted and about stealing money. That was mm. a huge... Um, it made people uncomfortable, I think. It was a bit of a, a big talking point. And they seem to have fixed that quite sharpish, didn't they? So it's good. Yes. It's good that they're able to adapt. Yes. Okay, Dan. So... Like I said, we're going to preview the ISL final. There are the same four teams as the past three years, but yep. we'll get to those in a bit. The exciting thing for me is almost the four teams that didn't make it. So let's break down their swims, where they can improve next season, who are their standout swimmers, and mm. yeah, why it was such a successful playoffs. Yeah, I think the draft has definitely helped. 
Mm. Um, you're into American sports and obviously it changes every year with the NFL. Um, and that's exactly what's happened here. Yes, okay, it's the same four teams in the final, but actually the other minor teams, if you want to call them say, that, have got stronger. All you have to do is look at the first place team to draft every round, which were Aqua. They yep. finished 10th last year. They had a clear strategy going into this draft, which was pick solid brushstroke. Yep. And they finished 6th. Yes, the same four big teams have made the final, but I'd say stick with it. Stick with the draft because you will eventually see the rewards for it. It doesn't change overnight. The top teams in American sport, in the NFL, they don't just disappear because of the draft. But you can build a strong team through the draft. Yeah, no, I'm definitely pro-draft, and I hope it continues because... Like well, you you started with Aqua, they've increased. Iron actually have stayed much the same, um, and DC have got better. Toronto um, are better. Toronto, of course, are better. Yes, we'll get on to them. Um, how do you want to do it? Do you want to start with the team that came eighth and then work your way up? Is that yeah, the way you want to do the, it? Let's yeah. go for that. So DC Trident surprised everyone, if we're perfectly honest, in making mm. the playoffs, and they finished seventh in the regular season. In the yep. swimming, they were incredible. Really strong relays. However, come the playoffs, they were lacking a fair few star swimmers. There were no, do you know what? The biggest one, Zach Apple. Yeah, yeah. Big miss because he's so good on relays, so good on the the freestyle. And I think he can do pretty well on the skins as well. And skins Mm. has proven to be a big thing, which we'll get onto in a minute. Uh, But I think DC should be happy with the way they swam. Their two big swimmers, I think, is uh, was Nikolaev in the backstroke. He was challenging Ryan Murphy and the other backstrokers, which was really impressive. I'm getting wins over them. Um, and Bailey Anderson on the women's IM. They mm. needed those two swimmers. Uh, Zach Harding, actually, was was pretty good in the 200 fly as well. Um, yeah, I think they should be pretty happy with their, their league performance this year. And Anna Hopkin. Can't forget Anna Hopkin. Oh, Very from British point of view, as yes, always. Absolutely. Always solid. I don't think she's ever swam badly, to be honest with you. I actually thought, think this was one of the teams with the strongest leadership group. And by that, I mean the connection between Cullen Jones and Cody Miller. I was actually yeah. really impressed with how that dynamic worked. You could see almost as soon as Cody turned up in ISL in Naples, how this team turned around. And maybe it is that connection from coach to swimmer because that coach used to swim with Cody. Yeah. I, I think maybe that really helped out. Or maybe a few teams might look at that in the future to get... Oh, you think Cali? Their, their GM is um, Jason Lezak. So yeah. he can connect really well with these teams. Maybe we see like Pellegrini being GM of Aqua in a few years. I don't know. I just, I actually quite like that dynamic. And I think that's why they improved the most. Yeah. Or Hosu with Iron eventually as well. Yeah. Exactly. Like it could exactly. be an option. Um, I think morale's a big thing. You see them on the side, especially during skins. They're all cheering. And that's what ISL is all about. And as soon as Cody Miller turned up, oh, I don't know what happened. Everyone just went about a second quicker. Everyone Insane. wanted to get on his vlog. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah ult- ultimately, really ultimately, DC, really good season. Like you said, just not quite deep enough. But yeah. It, I mean, actually finishing in eighth. This is probably their final standing. Go into the draft next year. That's pick number three. I think that yeah. really helps them. Really helps yeah. them. And I'm excited to see how they build from here. Yeah, I'd like to see Ryan Hoffer do slightly better. I think if Tiny he would... He was their they, first pick, wasn't he? Yeah, people were sort of saying that he was going to be challenging Dressel. And I, I was very excited by that. I thought, oh, we're going to be challenging Dressel. Hey, up. Especially after Dressel's last season. Mm. Um, didn't quite happen for Hoffer and hopefully he does not step up, but you know, you know, it fires, fires next year. 
I'll be good. Was, I think DC will definitely benefit. Their rookie signing, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. First pick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, team Iron then. Mm. A team built around sprinters. Now, almost when you first start looking at ISL, if you first start getting into it, you think, oh, this is a sprinter sport. Mm. But actually, it was almost their weakness that they didn't have a 400 freestyle, a 400 IM standout swimmer. Yes, they had really good swimmers in Cromi Yo-Yo, Glinter, Santos, yeah. De Boer. But they just lacked a little bit of distance depth, which is odd for ISL. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> well, the, ch- the change this year was that they added more points on the 403 mm. and the 400 IM after like the first 100 or 200 split and iron they have swimmers of course but no one to challenge the likes of Flickerno or sydney pickram or anything like that um mm. but in terms of sprints I th- honestly i think i said it last time we spoke about it iron have been saved by the skins they really mm. have their last match they were behind aqua the whole way and i think correct me if i'm wrong but i think they got about 70 points off the two last events the two mm. skins events which then leapfrogged them into second above Aqua. It's such a, I think the points are too big on skins. They, yes, they need to be big, but it's like um, your biggest bugbear. A little bit because <laughs> they've been, let's say they've been okay throughout the whole match. And then if they're outstanding in a skin, suddenly poof, they're up to like first or second. Whereas, yeah, anyway. I think skins needs to happen like that because that's what sells ISL. That's what it's all about, doesn't it? For um, me, I, I actually think they had not anonymous but they were quite quiet through the whole of this isl season and i think maybe it's because the the star names your milak and hosu they weren't mm. in the pool i think yeah. i think maybe they just missed that to draw our attention to them a little bit more well could you imagine how well iron would have done if those two would have swam because mm. then suddenly your flies are all right for the for milak and then your ims are okay for hosu exactly. suddenly the weakness the weaknesses have been patched up a little bit um, so who knows that they could have finished high with those two guys. But ultimately, for me, I just don't think the squad's deep enough for a top four finish. I understand That's... the concentration on skins, though. I do. Oh, when yeah. you say about the waiting, I really do understand it. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're full of sprinters. You named a few. Dubois, Holko swam very well in the breaststroke. Matt Kenny, Richards. Matt Richards, yes. Great Alice exposure. Thomas. Alice Thomas, in terms of British, Matt Richards and Alice Thomas did very well in the 200 IMs, just proving how good her underwaters are. Mm. Um yeah, I mean, they had a few summers. They just didn't have the... They had Cromwell Yo-Yo as their superstar summer, but they needed a couple more to challenge Yeah, never four, really, never really threatened making it out of these playoffs, did they? No, not at all, to be honest with you. No. Okay, sixth place then after the playoffs were our wild card. I'll, I'll put it like yeah, that. Our, our team yeah. that we thought, you know what? They might cause some upsets, and they, they very nearly did. Aqua Centurions. Um, they could have finished anywhere from... Ooh, fourth to sixth in my fourth eyes. To, yeah, I agree. Yep, definitely. Um, a team built on breaststrokers. <laughs> yep. A strategy which, for me, has clearly, clearly worked. Um, had Shamanovic not been around, they might oh. be in the top four. Um, I'm not going to disagree with you. The, the breaststroke tactic, if you want to use it as that, and they use for the draft, definitely worked. To go from 10th to 6th, that's a huge, huge success. Mm. And I think the breaststroke is so keen, especially on the relays, especially the mixed relay. The fact that they can put Kaminga and Martin Inge on the mixed relay in two mm. different teams, you're doing pretty well, aren't you? And it wasn't yeah. just that it wasn't just the breaststrokers. You had Sabo, 
doing pretty well, who broke Very a world good. record or equaled a world record in the FINA World Cup, was it? Or the European Short Course? Which it was like the definitely... weeks before or so. I never yeah. quite got back to that level, but it was still impressive. Still impressive. Revolta was very good. Very good. He's one to look for for the future, Revolta. Yeah, I think, if I, if I remember right, fifth fastest of all time. Short course, 100 fly. fly. Yeah, very, very impressive. So definitely watch out for him. Um, but I think we spoke about it lots of times. You just got, you've got to improve the women's side. There's a loads of events where they're not scoring any points. Mm. Yes, they're doing well on the men's side with Sekon and Mrezi and the rest of them. But for the women, they're really, outside of the breaststroke, they're really struggling. They so were hopefully they, they, they use the draft well and get a few more women in, basically. Hey, look, they, um, they caused a scare mind. After day one of that final match, they were leading Cali and they finished second in the match before. Yeah. And for a minute, we didn't look so stupid for predicting them for top four. <laughs> I know. Well, their first match in the playoff, they finished fourth, didn't we? We were like, so, oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, we look stupid now. But actually, they, they redeemed us a little bit. And actually, if it wasn't for... They they weren't very strong in the skins. If mm. they were stronger in the skins, again another team. Yeah, I think they would have been fourth. I I do. They would have definitely bumped up the rankings if they had stronger skin swimmers. But it wasn't to be. Um, but they'll still be a threat this year yeah. and next and everyone for the future. I would thought. Next yeah. Year. I was going to say you stick Chroma Yo-Yo in this team. Whoa, that's exciting. Yeah. Changes everything. <laughs> it changes everything, doesn't it? But yeah. Shame we can't just do that, pick a swimmer up and put him in that. Doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Unfortunately right then, not. fifth place team and probably one of the most unlucky teams in yeah. the playoffs and this ISL season, the Toronto Titans. Um, they made these playoffs in fourth place. They went under the radar in the regular season. Definitely weren't under the radar during this. Um yeah, like I said, really unlucky not to be in the top four, but some really, really good standout swims. There were. It wasn't just one or two. Actually, it was a majority of the team. The women's mm. backstrokers, of course, Massa and uh, Bratton, very, very strong. Rossetti and Litchfield and the IMs, extremely strong. Louise Hansen in the fly. Summer McIntosh, we've got to talk about her. Yeah, we do. She's a bit <laughs> special, isn't she? She's very good. <laughs> Can you imagine how good she's going to be in the next, like, let's say when Paris comes round? Yeah, oh in our playoff preview, I said she might not be racing because she's at school. Boy, was yeah. I wrong. Yeah, you got that very wrong, didn't you? Um, she's done very well. And I think she was one of the top scorers for the whole team. Mm. Um, and she swam very well in the 200 and 400, especially. Especially with the new point system in the 400, she was able to get to the front for the first stay 100 split there. and it just stay there mm. incredible challenging Horky, which we'll get onto um there were a lot of good swims if i'm gonna be negative a little bit there was a few that underperformed shane ryan i think could have done a little Ooh. bit better kelsey wog hasn't she hasn't performed for a while now mm. she didn't do very well at tokyo she did really well last year at isl but hasn't quite happened this year but i'm gonna repeat what you said unlucky really mm. unlucky really unlucky yeah they had a few injuries Leading into yeah. this, I think Brett Hayden pulling out of the final match hurt them slightly. Blake Although, Crony, was he in Toronto? Yeah, he was right. injured yeah. as well. Yeah, they, they that's, a, that's just, a big miss. That is a big miss. That's actually probably your skins racing there. They Again, yeah. this is another team that just misses because of skins. This It's almost a theme, bar yeah. iron who did skins and nothing else. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I mean, the skins the, are so important. They really are. There you go. If you want to sell ISL, it's just skins. Yeah, skins, skins, skins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from a British point of view, Laura Stevens 
Wow, mm. she won a couple of 200 flies. Really impressive. Hopefully she yeah. carries that form on for the rest of the year and years to come. Really impressive. Yeah, I really hope she carries on that form for the rest mm. of this season. There's a lot of big meets to come. We know she's got a fast 200 fly in her. And yep. you mentioned it before, another Brit, Max Litchfield. I'm really looking forward to what he does at the World Short Course Championships in Abu Dhabi in, what, December? End of December. Yeah, next I month. Am, yeah. I am... Uh, he might be a quiet medal threat. Very quietly, whisper that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whisper it. He's doing very well. Yeah, I mean, we saw him the other week or the other month, didn't we? He's, um, yeah, he's he's working and training really hard. He's one of those ones that trains maybe too hard, but you know, you can't fault his work ethic. So the results are happening for him, which is great. Yeah. So that's the four teams who've missed the final, but all in all, they provided what was. Some of the most exciting races we've seen of this ISL season. And actually, I think the final's worse for not having any of them in it. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, to be honest with you. I'm, it sounds horrible to say, but this is the final that I'm not looking forward to the most out of the three seasons that we've had. Just because okay. just because energy are too good, in my opinion. We'll get on to it. But well, yeah. no, no, no. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, Let's you go, go into that final then. I thought time, you wanted to the go The time opposite. has come. The time has come. <laughs> Um, same four teams, LA Current, London Raw, Cali Condors, Energy Standard. Now, last year, you went into the final pretty much knowing Cali had it yeah, because of the Dressel Show. But this year, you pretty much know Energy have it because of Shamanovic, uh, Showstrom, Horhey. But let's try and build up some excitement because the other three teams have a lot to fight for and there might be one hell of a scrap behind them. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, actually. If we completely ignore energy because they are too good at the moment, the fight for second is really exciting. Well, the most exciting parts from this final. Mm. Um, and because Dressel is in unfit, off-form, Common Stewart is unfit, unform, you know, don't know, um, it opens a couple of doors. And I think London actually may just nab second, if I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. They, they're, they're, they're my pick for second right now. Um, Are they? Interesting. Should we go into the T? We're going in order of how they finished in the in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. LA yeah. Current. Um, Ryan Murphy, where have you been all season? Wow. Oh, they missed him so badly, didn't they? Didn't I say when we were um, <laughs> reviewing the regular season that they need Ryan Murphy? If Ryan Murphy turns up, they're going to be in. But if he doesn't, they're going to be sixth. And I, I predicted them sixth because I had no idea what Murphy was going to do. Oh, he just goes an American record for the 50 backstroke and then just gets jackpots all over the place, wins skins as he does. It's incredible what he mm. did. Um, and uh, Rowdy was talking about it a lot, the reactions off the block. He was going less than half a second reaction time off the block. It's insane. That's yeah. good. He was but really, really good. He's not the only one. I told you Thomas Seals was good. Yeah. I told you. Very solid. Very, very solid. Yeah. I mean, from that's the, this is the issue. It's, it's those two and Ingrid Wilm, very good on the backstroke as well. Best rookie of the year. I would agree with you. Yeah, definitely a really good pick. And she's definitely going to be on the current team again next year. Um, Gassazello didn't quite perform. Abby Weitzel's got to step up in the final mm. to challenge London and Cali. Um, but you're right, Tom Shields and Ryan Murphy, whew, they were good, weren't they? They were really, yeah, really impressive. Really good. I I think the past two finals, they've been an also run. Yeah. And I'm minorly concerned that that is the case again. However, Ryan Murphy can score big. And if you're London, you don't want him taking points off Dina and Guido. 
No. I, it, I mean, he's a big threat. Big, big well, threat. I mean, as of right now, Coleman Stewart's not getting many points at all because mm. he's way off form. So as, as of right now, I think Murphy's winning all the backstrokes. Depends if Kleshnikov and Rylov are on form, but they haven't been firing as well as Murphy. Um, it's so like Tokyo all over again. Just watch it, the backstroke. It it's is entertaining. I, I, I love the backstroke. It's absolutely awesome. <laughs> Both with men's and women's. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, shout out as well. Imogen Clark, 50 breaststroke British record. Mm. That was an awesome swim. She won the race as well. Very good swim indeed. But um, um, I'm going to say Curran's going to finish fourth here. Yeah, it's me, yeah. I don't want to say me too because I want to build up some suspense. Um, <laughs> they're a team full of big swims, big, big mm. swims, but yep. maybe not quite the depth to win an ISL title just yet. Depends if there's uh, backstroke skins. If there's backstroke skins with Wilm and Murphy, you know, the point swing and everything that we've spoken about before. I was going to say, if you're energy and you win that medley relay, you're going to want to pick backstroke with Kleshnikov and Rylov, aren't you? Exactly. I uh, know you're going to want to. You're going to want to pick breaststroke ideally, but everyone's going to get rid of that one. Get rid of that one, yeah. So it's probably more likely to be backstrokes. Then suddenly current, so we're like, hello. Mm. Yes, we'll have a bit of that. So yeah, mixing's interesting, doesn't it? We digress. We digress. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, it might be just a step too far for LA Current. They did beat London in the first matchup. They did. Of the playoffs, which is one feather in their bow or feather in their cap, whatever the saying is. I'll get there eventually. In the cap, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think London have come into their own as the playoffs have gone on. They've got stronger current of maybe faded slightly and just got into the final. I think they finished fourth. Well, I mean, if we talk about London, then I think on, the then. Aussies, the Aussies have been a huge factor. And the Brits. Well, the Brits as well, but the Brits were swimming last year, you see. But when you add Chalmers in, when you add Emma McKeon in, oh, that team suddenly becomes very, very good. And, <laughs> and talking of the Brits and Duncan Scott, how good is he right now? Mm. How good is he right now? Under the radar, 100 IM British record. I mean, yeah. wow, the man, he's the best British swimmer in the pool right now. Full stop. Full yeah, stop. You won't get right any now. better than him. Um, the weakness for this team, obviously obviously is the men's breaststroke they yeah. badly miss adam pt and pragoda pragoda is underratedly good for this team he is he swimming right now at isl hmm. no i don't think so i haven't seen his name i've been seeing ross murdoch and uh tom dean he's so he's on, on the breaststroke he's on the roster just like adam so maybe they thought he might make it to the final I think we knew all along, Adam, there was never a chance of him getting anywhere near the pool. No. Um, no. Let alone ISL. Um, yeah. But had they had an on-form Adam PT, who's probably pretty annoyed that Shimanovic is getting world records, um, mm. this team could be challenging for first. They're that strong. Yeah, the, the, the relays have been on point, haven't they? They've been mm. really impressive, especially when relays are double points as well. Um they, they put out four really strong teams in terms of the other teams and then four weak teams, jack points galore all over the place. Mm. And the fact that London win them, they get massive points. Strategy's um, working. It seems that way. <laughs> they keep talking about Steve Tigg being the relay master. I think that might change <laughs> when it gets to the final. I think uh, James Gisson will have his say, obviously, when it comes to the final. But they have done very well. And I think I'm going to might, they might just pip. Cali for seconds, but they do need they need Guido and Emma McKeon to step up. They need yeah. them to be firing um, for them to challenge that second place. So we talk about Cali then because they finished second in the playoffs. 
but they had a bit more of a favourable schedule than London. London had quite mm. a tough run. They did. Um, they did get beaten by London. Cali did. They did. Mind you, um, Dressel wasn't swimming on the second day, so I don't know how big a victory that was. We say that. We say that. As Go on, and let's review Cali a little bit more in depth. Mm. Dressel, the biggest unknown he's had in his whole career so far. We don't know I've... what form he's in. We don't know if he's even swimming properly right now. Yeah, we're, we are going to have to just guess. I've got no idea where he's at at all. You, he, he might break a world record. He might be two seconds off. You just you have no idea where he is. If he's on form, then suddenly they're Ooh. challenging for first. But if he's off form, then they suddenly might be slipping to third. That's how mm. a bigger factor Dressel is when it comes to skins, of course, and the individuals. So, But on the women's side, however, Calais are very strong. Lily King, mm. of course, Bisa Nelson, Kelsey Dahlia, uh, Hayley Flickiner. Uh, Smaliga's there. She swam really well last year at the, uh, the second season of ISL. Hasn't quite hit the heights this year, but actually I think she's slowly getting there. It's a really it strong female roster, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, one name that has gone under the radar in the talk of Dressel, Justin Ress. Oh, man. Yeah, he's very good, isn't he? He's really, really good. I mean, if, if you take Dressel out, I think there would be a lot more talk about Justin Ress. I really do. Mm. Because he is not just a a strong 100 meter freestyler that's his main thing but he's able to do the 50 pretty well as well he's quite mm. a good he's a solid skin swimmer um but when you put dressel in there he kind of gets half forgotten about which is unfair but that's what happens because dressel is by far the best swimmer he's, in the world dressel's so, dressel <laughs> dressel's dressel of course um but it's amazing how their dominance is not anywhere near as what it could be when dressel off is off off form it's it's also the change in rules with skins has almost combated Lily King because last year they yeah. they would win these medley relays and they pit breaststroke. Everyone's avoiding breaststroke. They don't want to go anywhere near Lily King. Um, yeah. So I think that that one's also hurt them quite significantly. And for me, like we said, this this is the excitement. This is the fight. Cali against yeah. London for second. Cali and London, definitely. Um, and I think Smliga and Flickener will have to be swimming at their best to keep London at bay, to be honest with you. I know mm. Sydney Pickram's going to be challenging Flickener um, in the IM, which will be a great head-to-head battle, mind you. That's going mm. to be awesome. Um, but yes, it's, it's going to be very interesting. And I think the breaststrokes, I know there's Atkinson and Lily King, but Lily King is a bit too strong at the moment and always has been to be honest with you even though Atkinson is the world record holder Lily King is a bit too strong mm. but I, I think the most important thing is Dressel what's he going to do got no idea mm. is he going to do well is he going to do rubbish don't know I just even if he is on top top form I'm not even sure he beats Kyle Chalmers right now so it's like London of, no. yeah London have perfectly combated him it's just the yeah. 100 I am where he would jackpot the whole field that's almost the marker if he yeah. jackpots the whole field he's on form yeah if duncan scott's on his shoulder like he was when they went head to head yeah well this you is the thing Dun- is. duncan's swimming pretty well so it wouldn't surprise me if duncan avoids getting jackpotted if dressel yeah. were on that kind of form um it's going to be very interesting though very very interesting so we will find out Okay, oh, should we? I think Nick Fink deserves a bit of a shout out. He's done yes. really well under the radar on his breaststroke. We'll talk about Shvanovic now because we're going to move on to energy, but he's probably the only one who might not get jackpotted, which is 
insane to think. But yeah. Go on then. Energy are favourites going into this final. Very worthy favourites, pretty much, because Shivmanovic yeah. is absolutely flying world records in the 100 breaststroke, what, for the last two rounds? Yeah, um, 50 and the 100, he's got both. There was the odd question mark about his technique, but we aren't here to discuss that. There is VAR in ISL for a reason. Mm. Use it. If you yeah. have questions, use it. I feel like if Mel Marshall was there, she might be on that. She's banging a drum there, wouldn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But for as many points as he's winning, mm. he is not the only name winning points. He's getting the headlines, but Showstrom and Hawhey are smashing oh, it. Yeah, I mean, I spoke about Hawhey beforehand, and with the new points rules with the 400 free, she's just absolutely ripping it apart, isn't she? Mm. I think if I remember right, she's in top three for the MVP. Um, and she only does the one stroke, which is crazy. Yeah, well, no, she's done, a, she's done a breaststroke. She's done a breaststroke. Oh, she has done. Yeah, 50 breaststroke. <laughs> Out of <Where's> nowhere. <laughs> what? Just, yeah. <laughs> she's just a very good swimmer, isn't she? And so oh, she's really good. Um, can you imagine if she had this kind of form in Tokyo? I don't think Emma McKeon would have won as many medals as she no. did. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a... I don't know, upsetting that she didn't do very well at Tokyo. Well, she did do very well coming yeah, off the injury she... that she came off, but now she's just on fire, mm. on fire. She's challenging the 50-meter freestyle world record. I think she's just going to miss it. But those top three... Oh, that's the first world record. Uh, they're just miles ahead of everyone else, those top three. But it's not just them. It's the rest of the team as well. You've got Penn Proud breaking British records in the 50-meter freestyle. Craig Azurk. He just definitely deserves a mention in his distance events again because he goes out fast in the hundred meter split. It's a and very well built on. team, very well, well built. built. Yeah, um, and actually, I... Rylov and Kleshikov haven't hit top form, so they could get stronger. <laughs> so yeah, they deserve Crazy. to be favourites. Yeah, I was going to say I, I spoke to you beforehand, and for me, Energy, if I compare them to a football team, they're Real Madrid. They are mm. the Galacticos. Last year, they got yeah. upset by a Dressel <laughs> complete super show. Yeah. Um, but this team is well built. They're you'll struggle to find any gaps in this roster. I mean, they've got Jimmy Guy racing and you don't even know it. Yeah, it's, I know. It's mental, isn't it's it? It's just incredibly well built. And yeah. Can they win this final at a canter, Dan? Is is this sewn up already? For me, yes, it is. <laughs> just because Shamanovich is such a huge turning point for two events where he could jackpot the whole pool. And it's not just him, because it's Felipe Lima who is the second best breaststroker left in the final. So Energy have won all the points on the 50 breaststroke, all the points on, on the 100 breaststroke yeah. on the men's side. Hawhey's going to rip the, the field apart. She's going to win nigh on every single point for the distance events, especially the 200 meters freestyle, which I think she breaks the world record. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to um, that. Um, but I think Energy win this at a canter. I do. I mean, I don't think it's close. The most important thing for me is whoever comes second. That's where my interests lie. Cali versus London. Go on, then. That's the preview in done. Give me your four in order. Fourth to first. Fourth. Where are you um, going, Dan? Well, I'm confident that current finished fourth. And then, oh, man, almost flip a coin here. I just don't know about Dressel. If Dressel's <laughs> on form, Cali a second. But if he's not, then London finished second. I'm going to go for London third. Oh! Cali second, energy winner at Akanta. Um, I'm stunned by that. You reckon London gets second? Yeah. You think that's nailed on as well, don't you? For people yeah. listening to the podcast, I'm nodding. That was a nod, yeah. <laughs> um, the Cali women are very strong. 
and I think they beat a lot of the London swimmers. This is why I was saying that Emma McKeon has got to be firing. If Emma McKeon's firing, then... Um, you need to remember other things, though. It's not those two teams just going against each other. They're going to have their points stolen by energy and stolen by current. You've got Ingrid Wilm on the backstroke. You've got oh, yeah. Showstrom and Hawkey on the energy side. It, like, it doesn't all play in to Kelly's hands. Oh, no, I know that. But the best female butterflyers are from Cali. The best backstrokers, female-wise, uh, maybe if you take out Toussaint in the 50 backstroke, would be Cali. Ingrid Wilm. You've got Ingrid Wilm, yeah, but you've got Samaliga and you've got Beta Nelson. Beta Nelson is the best backstroker right now. So that's the reason why I've gone for Cali, just because the women are slightly stronger. And then, basically, fingers crossed, whether Dressel's fit. That's what I'm going on. <laughs> going on a whim. <laughs> well, I'm, I think it's obvious where I'm going. I'm going current fourth. Cali third, reigning mm. champs third, London second, and energy first. Um, yeah. Let us know in the comments section of this video on YouTube where you think they're going to finish. We're going to put a poll out on Twitter anyway um, yep. to see who you think the winner are gonna, is going to be. I, I think that one's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, Dan, then, we always do a podcast like this with some wild world record predictions. You mentioned yep. one, Hawhey the 200 freestyle. That would be wild if she gets that yeah i mean I, it's not wild because she's 0.2 off it so it's it's very close and apparently she was ill when yeah. she swam what? that time so if if that's the case then and she's suddenly healthy for for the upcoming final then i mm. think it's not nailed on but she's got a strong chance of getting that time she's been threatening it for a while um i talked about sarah social's 50 freestyle i don't think it goes but she's going to be close um Shamanovic could just break the 50 and 100. Who knows? Maybe. He's done it already. Why not do it again? Um, outside of those, I don't think any others are looking likely. We spoke about the men's 100-meter freestyle with Chalmers. Mm. He's been off it. Uh, and the men's 100 backstroke for Com Stewart. He's, he's been off it as well. Um, so, unfortunately, I think they're... Well, it would be nice to see one. But if we can see three or four, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think this almost, for me, the Shamanovic one might might be nailed on to go again. Yeah, possibly. Because yeah. there's almost less pressure on him because he's not racing anyone now. All the all yeah. the breaststrokers are gone. Aqua are gone. Yeah. Um he's the one I'm excited for. I hope yeah, that one me. goes because she deserves a lot more stories written about her because she's an incredible swimmer. She had a really good Tokyo as well under the radar. Two silvers, wasn't it? Two mm. silvers, very really good impressive. first medals for Hong Kong as well. Uh, I was kind of upset that uh, Sabo and Santos didn't manage to break the 50 fly. just didn't quite Doesn't, happen for them. 50's hard to break a world record. You start snatching. It, it come when they don't expect yeah. it. Yeah, they tried too hard, and that's the reason why they end up being 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3 off, which is a lot over a 50. But, yeah. And that, Daniel, is the ISL final 2021 in Dindhoven previewed. I yeah. hope everyone has enjoyed the chat. It's been, it's not been nice to get to this point of the ISL season, but I'm looking forward to watching swimming on BBC, sitting down, having a beer, enjoying this. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It's it's going to be super fascinating whoever comes second. Uh, we obviously disagree. I mean, I'm I'm on the fence so much. I, I've got no idea. It's just the Dressel effects. Whether he has the form to be able to get a couple of jackpots, win a couple of races, then um, and of course win some relays, that's quite key as well, mm. then I think Calais might just snatch seconds. But I think London are favourites to finish second. I think they are favourites, don't you think? Well, they've Am I right in saying that? They have. 
Yeah. yeah. Without Dressel. Well, half of Dressel because of one day. But yeah. Exactly. That might be the Dressel that they get in the final. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we don't Who know. Knows? So we'll Who find knows? out. We'll find out on Friday. Okay. That just about rounds up this week's episode from the Propulsion Swimming Podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, please do so on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, we would be really grateful if you left us a review. We really enjoy hearing your feedback. Um, there's so much more podcasting to come over the next God knows how long, Dan. We're, we'll oh. go forever. We'll go forever. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? As long as there's swimming to talk about, we're going to be here. So yes, it will be potentially forever. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Songs are still breathing. <laughs> so everyone, enjoy the ISL final on Friday and Saturday. I think we are planning to do a live show on YouTube on either Saturday night or Sunday to review the final. Have a nice yep. chat with everyone who's watched it. And then next week, next Saturday, the 11th of December, we are having a live show specifically for swimming parents mm. where we are going to be talking, well, question and answers with kev pickard who is the lead of the parent support at ap race clinics really excited for that one yeah no he's he's great isn't he kev i'm mm. super excited i can't get my words out super excited for it um get your questions in so that we can answer them and it's going to be a lot of fun because there's a lot of questions and we don't there's not enough support for parents is there yeah from, from us growing up and we've noticed it and the fact that we went to ap clinics and that was the first station we went to we were super excited by it mm. and um, kev is going to give us a, a a lowdown of how it's going to go yeah essentially we want to help out swimming parents a little mm. bit more they're under resourced under supported and this live show series hopefully it develops into a monthly occurrence and we can help you guys out answer your questions yeah, well, parents are vital to an athlete's career, aren't they? So, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. They need all the support they can get. Um, so we will be back in, it's going to be over a week's time because this podcast has gone up live a little bit earlier on in the week to make room for the ISL final. But Dan, mm -hmm. we will see everyone very soon. Yes, thank you very much for watching everyone and we'll catch you on the next one. You've been listening to the Propulsion Swimming Podcast with Scott and Dan. We want to thank you for joining us and invite you to subscribe to the show as well as checking out the Propulsion Swimming YouTube channel for weekly tutorials and videos to get your swimming fix. We will be back next week. Until then, we'll catch you on the next one.